Hey guys, welcome to or welcome back to the One Life Only podcast. I'm your host, Meg. I'm so grateful that you guys are joining me today for today's episode. I am going to be ending my three-part series on the healing journey. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about healing the soul. So before we get straight on into this, a few disclaimers. I am just giving my advice. Some of the things that I may say might not work for you and they might work for others however this whole healing journey healing process is all individual to yourself so please take everything that I say with a pinch of salt because I know I'm not like qualified in anything and some of this might be absolute gibberish to some of you however I do want to try and give out the best advice that I can and again the healing journey takes time I've said this in the two previous episodes, but everybody is always evolving. We are always on different paths and we always have different time frames. Some people might heal in a couple of weeks or months and some people are just on a continuous healing journey throughout their life. I am still only two, maybe three. We might have hit the three month mark into my healing journey and I know it's going to take me a long time. Like I've said, The first thing you need to do in your healing journey is to accept you need to heal or you need to change or you need to understand the root of your problem or what's just going on. Healing is individual to every person and it may be easy for most and it may not be for somebody else. It may be the most difficult thing you are going to have to go through but you owe it to yourself. I know it's easier said than done, but this is the best thing that you guys can do for yourself. I just thought I'd throw in a little disclaimer in the beginning because I probably should have done that in the first two episodes. However, I did not. Anyway, we're going to move straight on into today's episode. I don't know how long this is going to be because this was really, really hard to kind of plan. I didn't really know what kind of helped or what is helping heal my soul because I am like a wave and I mentioned this in the last episode I'm like a wave right now my healing journey is a wave it's constantly up and down I get really good days I get amazing highs and I feel really great and then the next day I'm like the lowest I've been in a while or I'm just kind of thinking about the past and worrying about the future I like to think of my healing journey as a wave And it might be different for everybody else. Some of you might just have a steep hill. Some of you might have a bumpy hill. Some of you might not even have a hill. Some of you might just be storming through this and living your absolute best life. When I was trying to plan this, basically the whole point, it was just really, really difficult because I don't think I really tried to start healing my soul. I think I was more focused on like healing my mind and my body and just thinking like my soul would just kind of come around and everything would be fine when that is just not the case at all so I like to think when people talk about your soul they mean what makes you feel full and content now a lot of the activities and the ideas that I have shared in previous episodes especially the first two episodes of the series is stuff that you can intertwine and link into this so I know for example in the healing the mind. I said about reading, I said about listening to podcasts, and then in the body I said working out or just resting. Now all of these things can be brought into the whole healing journey as a whole. You don't just have to kind of specifically put it into a bracket of mind, body, soul, and I know that's what I've been doing, but 
for me, that helps. And again, it might not help for you guys, but for me, kind of putting it into these brackets and kind of understanding what helps when, say, my mind is just running at 110 miles an hour or if my body is like exhausted, sometimes just kind of putting it into these brackets helps me. It might not help you, but it might. So take it as you will. <laughs> I swear I say that in everything. I'm always like giving you guys pieces of advice and I'm like, but take it how you will. Take it with a pinch of salt. Like don't actually listen to me. <laughs> but the first thing that I like to do to help heal my soul is having a social media detox, which used to be very, very hard for me when I worked with brands online and on Instagram, on TikTok, and even YouTube. And I don't really do that much now. I think I think back then I was so focused on, oh my God, I can make so much money from doing this, that, and that online and working with brands and building a platform. But in reality, I didn't actually really want that. I just wanted that because I thought it was an easy job. Not saying that it's easy because it's not. I've been there. It's hard. It is time consuming. It's frustrating. <laughs> it does not look what it does on the outside sometimes. And I've realized I don't want to be a social media influencer. And I would rather focus, for example, on my podcast and taking time off social media for a day or even a couple of weeks or just a couple of hours even. Like it can do you the world of good. And it's not until I started doing these social media detoxes I realized and honestly it's mind-blowing it's so worth it I used to spend probably about eight maybe even nine hours on my phone just on social media so that's like not even including heyday or any other games that I have on my phone but it's just an insane amount of time and I would just be like aimlessly scrolling not kind of understanding or accepting the fact that I am actually in control of how much time and how much I consume from social media each day. And it wasn't until I started to realize this that like, wow, this is like social media can be so damaging when you're in a low place or if you're just not feeling great. It can it can be really damaging. And I went through my followers a couple months ago and then I went through them again the other week and I started unfollowing people who either don't inspire me who don't serve me anything even just people who I don't really resonate with anymore it's nothing personal and sometimes like I said it can just do more harm than good following people that you know rather than people that you want to see from or kind of feel inspired from and I was so stuck up on the fact that oh my god I need to follow everyone from school so I know what everyone from school and everyone my age is doing when it's like no you don't actually have to do that that's just being really nosy and I'm not saying that you can't be nosy because don't get me wrong I can be nosy <laughs> but I think purely for me and for my sanity unfollowing people that kind of don't give me anything or don't really have much to do with me was just such a good thing to do I actually can't believe I didn't go through it any quicker to be honest I actually ended up deleting a load of social media apps so I deleted TikTok for three months last year and I stayed off other apps for a couple of months because when I was in this really like dark low place I was constantly comparing myself and my life to others, which is so damaging. And you can't do that because everybody's lives are different. What you see on social media can be the complete opposite of what their life is like in real time. 
you only see a literal snapshot of their day and that could be the best part of their day and it probably is and you don't know what it's like when the camera's turned off or when they're not sharing stuff like we just don't really I don't think we look into that as much as we should like we as a generation do compare we do complain we do kind of judge our own situations and try to see where we've gone wrong when we haven't gone wrong everyone's lives are different everyone is on a different path you know, everyone is doing something different daily. It doesn't mean that you don't have a better life or something. I don't really know if any of that made sense. But I just know for me personally, I have multiple times and for years compared myself, compared my content, compared so much to other either influencers or even people I know, like people I went to school with that I haven't been in contact with for probably about four or five years now. I'd still compare myself and my life to theirs and I think what doesn't help is I was really ill when I was doing this so I was so ill I always say if anyone gets ill in this house it's always me because it is it's always me and I don't (laughs) I feel like I'm being punished sometimes however that's not actually the case it's just unfortunate and it's just something that I have to go through And when I was comparing and complaining about my life situations with others, it's like, I actually don't know what's going on with other people's. Like, I would happily post a photo of me with a jewellery brand that I collabed with. Bearing in mind, I was so ill. I was actually on my deathbed. I had the worst gum infection ever. I could hardly smile. I could hardly speak. I literally couldn't eat or drink because my mouth was so sore. And I was still posting photos for this collab. I should have just said, no, sorry. Like, I'm just so ill. I can't do it right now. Can we reschedule? But I made it look like my life was perfect. Even though I was so ill. Like, some of my friends didn't even know I was ill because I was still posting photos. And I was still just trying to make it look like I was fine. When in reality, I was actually really, really ill. But I think we need to just kind of step back look at the bigger picture like we only see snapshots of people's days we only see a little bit of their week but a social media detox is one of the one things that I kind of lean towards when I need to heal my soul or when I just need to ground myself because again like I said I've been there comparing myself comparing my life situations even comparing like my appearance like it's just not good for you and if you're having a really low day that is one of the worst things that you can go and do. So having a social media detox, even if that means just not going on the app or you log out of the app or you delete the app or you just get rid of all of them together, like there's nothing wrong with it. Next up is not spreading negativity or opinions when they are not needed. Will admit I have said my opinions. I've said some things that I probably shouldn't have and I'm not happy with them. but that's how you learn, that's how you grow and that is literally what I've just written here. So I've put, don't get me wrong, I've been a bitch which is true, (laughs) I've been horrible to some people in my past because I was jealous or insecure or felt attacked or was even just like provoked or pressured into reacting to comments or even actions instead of just responding. That is a quote I've stolen from Ben again. I'm going to get this one right. And if I haven't, I'm so sorry, Ben. <laughs> You're just going to have to message me all these quotes because 
apparently I just can't put two and two together. We don't react, we respond. I hope that was right, Ben. So sorry if it's not. Um, <laughs> a great example of this um, <laughs> was when I was going through my most recent breakup. I will put my hands up. I said some things like I'm not proud of. And if I could go back to that moment and change what I said, I would. But obviously I can't. It's happened and it's over. But in that situation, I definitely felt... I let my emotions get the best of me and have dealt with the guilt and the consequences. But then again, we will never really learn or grow if we don't go through these situations. So I think it's, it is a lesson that needs to be learned with handling your emotions. But it's something that's not going to happen overnight. Like it's going to happen in time. And it's, every, it's something everybody goes through at different life stages. I mean, I went through it in my teens and through my last breakup. Some people won't go through it until they're about 25, 26. Some people might even be adults and still be negative and saying their own opinions when they're not needed. But it's just a lesson that everybody kind of learns at a different stage in their life. But most people spread negativity and hate through either jealousy or insecurity. And again, it's easier said than done, but we should ignore it because it's their own issue the way someone acts towards you is a reflection of themselves they either have their own issues or their own problems or they just don't feel good about themselves in most parts they might not really have a solid relationship with themselves and the more negativity that you spread the more of a negative mindset you can create and I've been there I've done that it's not nice so instead of talking negatively if you are someone that does or if you are someone that has too much of an opinion sometimes, start to appreciate what you actually have and what you can do. You are in control of your emotions most of the time. Uh, <laughs> for example, every morning, and I've said this in my last episodes, I journal what I'm grateful for and that sets me up for the day. If there's a disruption in your day, take the time to understand and just tell yourself it's like this event or this situation, it's helped you it's helped me slow down and make you feel more present because again I think people are so stuck up on the past or the future and don't get me wrong I am as well like I'm still going through that I'm not saying like I haven't you know I haven't done my time in the past and the future and I've like moved on and I'm great like I'm not I literally had a mental breakdown yesterday over my ex-boyfriend so being present with a negative mindset is so damaging it's so bad and it's definitely something that I've had to change. Even if you just have a bunch of affirmations written down, I'm gonna pull mine out now. I have on my notes app a bunch of affirmations and it's titled for when you're sad. So I'm gonna read these out because I think some of these might actually help you guys if you are sad, insecure and if you kind of feel a negative mindset coming along. So I've got, I know things have been so hard, but you're doing so well, keep going. Sometimes you have to accept the fact that there are things that will never go back to how they used to be. It's time for you to be happy again, you deserve it. Stop keeping tabs on people you're trying to heal from, it doesn't help your anxiety. You're only here once, stop letting other people dampen that beautiful spirit of yours. Always remember, someone's effort is a reflection of their interest in you. You need to accept the fact that life doesn't always go the way that we want it to. And you are allowed to choose long-term happiness over quick satisfaction. This is 
one of my favorite quotes and one of the best quotes that I've ever been told. But you can't go back to a situation or a person that broke you. Whether that's friendships, relationships, situations, jobs, anything, anything that puts you in a really negative mindset to the point that you are going to spread negativity or have opinions that aren't needed or are just going to be in a really bad mindset, that's not good for you. And I think this does link to the whole healing the mind episode that I posted a couple weeks ago. But just being present, slowing down, understanding your mindset is everything. So moving on, as I feel like I spent ages talking about that, do an act of kindness. So if I'm having an off day, or even just struggling to get up or get out of bed like this morning, I think because I've been so in my own head the last couple of weeks, I found it so difficult to get out of bed this morning because it's a rest day. And normally, I can go to the gym and I can kind of work all the emotions out, I can let all my stress my tiny little bit of anger out. (laughs) I don't have much anger, I promise. But some days there is a little bit. But I can just kind of let that out, let that go. Whereas today, because I knew it was a rest day, it was a bit like, what do I do? Like, what can I actually do? Like, nothing is making me want to get out of bed. Doing an act of kindness for someone or even for yourself, it's just, it's a nice feeling. And it could quite literally be anything. I mean, Some things that I do around the house, for example, is if my mum's in the kitchen working, I'll just make her a cup of tea. My mum loves cups of teas. So A, I know it's going to go down well. And B, I know she's grateful for it because sometimes she kind of forgets that she hasn't had anything to drink and she loves her cup of teas. But it could be literally anything. I mean, getting my little brother his favourite chocolate or even just helping a stranger in the shop or in the street or something I mean for example actually I've got a really good one here when we were in Liverpool this past weekend which I don't actually think I've mentioned anyway I went to Liverpool at the weekend it was amazing it was incredible but I was walking past this lovely family they seemed so nice and I just offered to take a photo of them because the mum was taking a photo of the dad and one of the kids and there was another kid and then the mum herself so I just said like do you want your photo taken and they were so so grateful for it because they had two little kids nobody else was really offering to take photos of them and I they were just so happy like the smiles on their faces when I took it it was just really really nice and I don't want to say it feels like an achievement because I don't want to put it like that I just felt a lot better about myself because Instead of just focusing on me, I could have just been nice to myself and helped myself. But I went out of my way to help somebody else. And and the feeling I got was reciprocated to them in a way. Like they just felt really happy and I felt happy and it was just a nice feeling. And sometimes just being nice to a stranger can really lift your mood up and it can do the world of good. And you could make a friend, but you could literally make a friend from this. For example, Debbie. I know she listens to my podcasts. I, I've i known Debbie my whole life, but we haven't been like really, really close. And it's not until she actually went traveling with one of my friends. And I just started replying to her stories because she looked so good. 
And I had to tell her, like, how could I not tell her? So I started replying to her stories and I literally message her every day. I'm going to go meet her for coffee when she's home. So it's just little things. Doing something for somebody else, it just, I don't know, I get a nice warm fuzzy feeling. Learning something new, picking up a new hobby or a new activity. I want to start learning a new language, either French or Spanish, because I plan to go traveling. And when I do go traveling, I want to be able to speak the language of the country that I'm in out of respect for the people that are there because I have traveled to a lot of countries as it is and for my age like I'm only 21 and I've been to so many countries and I'm so so grateful for the experiences but I always I always feel so bad for not being able to speak the language and I think it's Spanish is the most spoken language like in Europe I could be really really wrong and I could be really really stupid right now but I do want to learn French or Spanish I just think they're both beautiful languages I do have a tattoo in French on me as well I think it's so gorgeous so I really just want to learn more about the languages and be able to speak the languages even if it's just the bare minimum I think it's better than nothing so I will be doing that. I actually tried to learn Spanish with my nan once, but my nan didn't know Spanish. <laughs> she told me she did bless her. She knew like two words and then we were trying to listen to this DVD and it just was not going in. I was not interested. She was bored. It did not really work. I thought she was fluent in Spanish. I was very, very wrong. I also want to learn a little bit more about nutrition and food. I am a big foodie. I love to cook. I love to experiment with my cooking and I love food. I do the weekly food shop for my family because nobody else loves it. My mum hates the food shop. My dad will just buy pork chops and new potatoes. So we will live off that for a week, which none of us really enjoy. So I love going to the shop and then creating all these meals and cooking for everyone. I like to think I would be a good wife. Not that this has anything to do with this, but I can cook, I can clean, <laughs> I'll take the dog out, I will do all the housework, you know, like, I'm just, I feel like I'd be such a good wife. Not looking to get wifed up anytime soon, however, but I do want to learn more about food and nutrition because I'm really intrigued and fascinated by it. And I think as well, just with learning a new activity or having a new hobby, I think it's a great way to keep your brain active because like I've mentioned, I spend so much time on social media. Like I do, like even now, I still spend probably about five hours a day on social media and I could be using that time to actually learn something and keep my brain active and do something that's going to benefit me in the future because I still don't know what I want to do. I know I want to do my podcast. I know I want to film videos and create content, but the chances of me being able to do that full time is very, very slim. And I think that is purely based on where we live. And I actually did have this conversation with my mum when we were in Liverpool because we went to watch the British Championships for the gymnastics and it's not until you're there you realise that a lot of these girls are only there because they are from big cities with funding for gymnastics clubs or who have money that can actually physically get themselves there like it's not until you're there that you actually realise and I live in the middle of Wiltshire most people don't even know where Wiltshire is on a map the opportunities around here for the hobbies and the interests that I have are very very slim if I want to work in social media I have to travel to Bath or Bristol and even then you need a degree it's like I don't have a degree 
The nearest uni is Bath or Bristol, and I sure as hell cannot afford to go to uni. I know obviously every single person is different, and I know there are funding options, and there are so many different loans and so many different ways around it but I do think living in a big city living somewhere where you can actually have the opportunity to do it is so beneficial anyways that is nothing to do with what I just said sorry I just kind of went off on a little tangent we will dive in deep to that in another episode because I do want to talk about that okay on to the last point so say no to things that don't serve you You are allowed to say no to seeing friends, to going out, to seeing family. If they don't bring out the best in you, or if they don't want the best for you, don't waste your time, energy, or even money. It's not worth it. Don't put yourself in a situation where you feel uncomfortable. It's not worth it. You don't owe anyone anything, but you owe yourself everything. Wow, that... (laughs) God, the delivery of that line was something else. I am a big believer in removing yourself from somewhere where you just do not feel comfortable or where you just don't thrive. If someone, it's like at school, I didn't hang out with the popular people because they didn't want the best for me. They weren't nice to me. So why would I hang out with people now that I'm not at school just because I'm an adult? Like you don't have to do that. You don't just have to be nice to everybody. You pick and choose your friends. You pick and choose your close people. If you don't want to be in a situation or a place or with someone, you can say no. Sometimes you've got to do what's best for you. And if that is removing yourself from a situation, a relationship, then you have to. Anyway, the whole point of that was remove yourself. Say no. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. That is it for today's episode. I hope you guys did enjoy. I hope you guys found something in this video that is going to help you. Thank you so much for listening. I am so grateful that you guys are here and I'm so, so grateful that you guys are loving the podcast. Do not forget to follow it on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. It is the One Life Only podcast. I've been posting a lot on TikTok at the moment and I am going to start filming my actual episodes that I record so they can go on YouTube because my best friend Charlotte I don't want to say refuses to listen to this but she physically can't like she actually has to watch something and I get that because I'm the same so I don't understand why I haven't just started recording these but I'm going to start recording them and putting them on YouTube for you guys so again thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode I hope you all have a lovely morning afternoon or evening wherever you guys are in the world I'm your host Meg and I will see you guys in the next episode